firstly welcome to the first episode of alpha waves welcome welcome mm-hmm. here with your host darren and cam that's right hello how you doing you're right <laughs> yeah i'm good how are you all good all good all good excited yes i'm very excited very very excited do you want to give a little breakdown about what this podcast is about i was gonna ask you but i'll d- i'll <laughs> do it <laughs> I got in there first. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn. <laughs> okay, so Alpha Waves is a podcast and a platform for creatives. Mm-hmm. So our structure is to work from a creative piece and look at how that came about, what kind of happened behind that process, behind yep. that piece of work, and what went into bringing that there. But then also opening up that work to a wider discussion and talking about you know other topics that hopefully people can relate to and today's topic is lust (laughs) lust is today's topic um yeah yeah no (laughs) very relatable it's it's interesting because there's so many layers to lust to unpack Mm. um from that piece that you heard (laughs) yes um I don't know where to begin with it. <laughs> I don't know where to begin with it. I don't even know if I should reveal the um, writer of the piece. But <laughs> Cam, um, how do you... <laughs> okay, let me just start with some context, okay? <laughs> so disclaimer, you should never be ashamed of your feelings. Everyone feels no, a type of way sometimes. And, um, and I was very in my feelings mm-hmm. when I wrote this. No, it's beautiful because that basically mm-hmm. sums up what we're trying to do with this podcast. We're mm-hmm. trying to strip away that vulnerability and mm-hmm. just speak about real feelings. So exactly, kicking it off so in a good foot directly so from my co-host. Yes. So, so yes, my feeling was very lustful at the time. Right. <laughs> I happened to be in a particular situation mm-hmm. with a friend in okay. quotation marks. Um, who had a partner. <laughs> You're right. Was you knowing of this at yes. the time of your your, your scriptures, <laughs> let's call it. <laughs> yeah, so so okay. we used to we used to speak before. We hadn't spoken in a while. We caught up again and when we caught up Oh, I didn't know there was history. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. like a okay, cool. No, cool. no, okay, so okay, let me just start from the start then. So so yeah, so this is someone that I used to talk to Mm -hmm. a while ago. And then we didn't stop talking. We just lost contact, you drift, and it it was never anything that deep. Yeah, exactly. And whenever he'd pop up or I'd pop up, it would always be calm. So on this occasion, we spoke again, and he happened to be with someone. Right. That was confusing (laughs) for our dynamic. Can I pause you there? (laughs) Did he make it clear that he was with someone? Yes. Okay, cool. I made it clear because I saw it on Facebook. Okay, so <laughs> maybe he might have not said something if you didn't bring it up. I don't know. Mm, we'll never know. Mm. We'll never, we'll never know. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt because throughout that time he was very, you know, honest. Yeah, he like he anything. said. Yeah, he. You know what? To his credit, he was very honest with me. That's good. That's don't good. know how honest he was with her. That's good. <laughs> but he was he was honest with me though. And um and so I knew he had a girlfriend mm-hmm. and we got along. So we were like, cool, we're friends, always have had that friendly conversation, right. able to have a deep convo sometimes. So mm-hmm. let's be friends. And this time without our usual other parts of our friendship, which would be 
flirting and things like that mm-hmm. we couldn't really be friends it was very hard right because of the i guess it just it, it's almost like a throwback to what it was before exactly but trying to uh, avoid those feelings is almost impossible it really was and you know what i realized like we tried to be friends and you have your friends who are friends yeah and then you have people who just were never really your friend like you were friendly with them but they're not your actual friend there was an interest yeah Mm. and i had to stop and really think is this person my friend because i was not feeling very friendly (laughs) going into it was you speaking to him again for a friendship or was you looking for what you had before then you found out you had a girlfriend so you thought let me just go from the friend angle no like you know what i i knew he had a girlfriend off the bat because i'd seen it so when he got back in touch i i was really trying to be his friend and i think he was trying to as well but the heat was just heating it was building (laughs) the heat was heating it was building it actually was and then i had to talk to him and say look I don't think we can be friends okay. because I'm just not really feeling this way. And then, and that's what I wrote about in the first opening lines. Cause I was like, look, I'm calling it honesty. Let me just be honest with you. Yeah. But am I just opening a can of worms by being honest? So that kind of came, that whole part kind of came from that. But, um, but yeah, I was honest with him. I said, this is how I'm feeling. I don't think we can be friends. Right. And kind of a long story short, in a phone conversation he just kind of said you know you don't need to worry about my girlfriend that's something for me to worry about let's just oh, act on it yeah okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's tricky it was very tricky because there was no angle that i could look at this and think mm. this is a good thing to do so when he said that to you though mm. what question might was the the lust the temptation still there at this point yes okay. but i was trying to justify it or find any way to kind of make it a little less of a of a bad thing yeah. i guess so i was kind of just like you know but why why don't you care though like why are you willing to act and that you really wouldn't feel a type of way if you did that and then i just kind of asked him that question mm-hmm. and he was like of course i feel a type of way but you know and i think part of me was hoping that he would say something horrible <laughs> about, about her. her yeah or something or maybe i was just trying to understand like, like why the reason yeah, yeah there just could be to... something behind it exactly but there wasn't and then he ended up getting another phone call and had to jump off the line and i was left there in my feelings (laughs) so all right let me pause you there Mm. at this point in the conversation you're talking he's he's making every reason for this to happen Mm -hmm. you're 50 50 with it is that fair to say (laughs) At this point of the conversation, you're 50-50 with it? Yes, that cool. is fair to say, I suppose. Then he got a phone call mm. and left you in that 50-50 moment. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> now, the interesting thing is, had that phone call not happened, we'll never know. We'll never, we'll never know. It would have been a lot harder, I can't lie. I really needed the space. And that I always will call just divine timing. Something that's, 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 intervened. Yeah, that's an intervention. Yeah, that was an intervention. And I... Because yeah. 
I sat there and I literally, I felt lust as an actual feeling, like mm. in my book, like as a, as a physical thing. And I sat there and sat with it and I was like, that's when I was looking through my mind and I was like, okay, is there any way that I can do this that would, you know, how can I justify this? How can I? And I was, well, who did you feel like you needed to justify it to in this point? The thing yourself. that just kept coming into my head was if his girlfriend ever found out, if she ever messaged me, how would I feel? What could I yeah, say? Yeah, you yeah. know, how could I even look at myself as the person that That's I honorable. am becoming? You know, because it's weird. I was at a crossroads <laughs> in my life. Like I'm turning into you and becoming someone who's in a different season of their life now Ooh. and i was like how can i go backwards and do something like that so but at the same time previously in a previous <laughs> era let me not say previous life the previous <laughs> era <laughs> in the previous era of cam <laughs> would we be having this conversation right now or would you be phoning me saying <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> made it so hard this time and this is why i wanted to talk about this because i think it's important to own up to how you're feeling and yeah. not feel yeah, bad yeah. about it because we are all just human but truthfully in the past if i was in that type of a situation that person would lie to me and say that they didn't have a girlfriend that's true you know yeah. or i'd find out afterwards or they'd say oh we've broken up for a little bit and all of these things of course, my logical higher part of my mind would say, you know, that's not true. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, it was enough for me to feel justified. And I think yeah. that's where that justification is coming from. Because at the time I could say, well, I didn't know. I wasn't, you know, actively hurting anyone or this, that and the other. Yeah. And, you know, now I was like, he's laid all his cards out on the table and someone will be hurt the first thing I did was went to Instagram to see if anything would jump out at me, you know, like a sign. <laughs> was there anything? Wait, yeah. wait, wait. When you say you was looking on Instagram, where was you looking? I was just scrolling. Hold on. On my newsfeed. Let me not even, let me not blow you up. Go on. Go on. <laughs> I was going to say something, but let me not even blow you up. Go on. So you're scrolling. What was you <laughs> okay. What was you going to say? How long ago was this story? This story? Mm. <laughs> this situation not that long ago why did you come off of instagram shortly after it or yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> i did i deleted my instagram i knew that's why you, i knew there was a reason why you disappeared i just <laughs> i just needed a break okay it was a, it was a lot of information but oh, um but it was good like the first post i saw was about the perfect partner kind of thing and it was like loyal this that yeah and i was just looking at the list and i was the first thing that came to my head was these are all the things that he's probably promised her that he would be mm. you know and then the next post was 2021 is for healthy relationships only and i was like this is how you're not yes. trying to be the one that, okay yeah this is what i need to hear and then yeah that's when i started just started writing you mm. know and that line what do we deserve mm -hmm. came from from that because i was like does she deserve this and then i was like but also i deserve to have a good time that's so interesting because mm. 
a lot of people in that situation wouldn't consider the partner of the person because mm. realistically it's not your job to consider that person mm. but if you know of the person doesn't matter if you know them or not if you know of a person it's very honorable to recognize that oh, thank you something is not quite right you know, mm. to be done especially like when you know the outcome what the outcome is possibly or likely to be yeah like, it doesn't really make sense so thank that's you. interesting but you see like from your point of view, I feel like you've got a sense of... Um, Morality. I'm joking. <laughs> um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, like when you felt the lust, mm. I almost feel like there was a sense of, um, not resentment, but like a, a negative outlook on lust at that point. Yeah, because honestly, I felt like I have no control, you know? Okay. I felt... I honestly felt if this was in person, there is no way <laughs> if we met as friends, you know, there's no way I'd be able to because it was such an overpowering feeling. And yeah. for anyone who has not necessarily even been in that situation, but who has felt that feeling like you feel it in your chest, like this thumping in your head, just all this adrenaline. Mm. And I was just like, oh, you know. So do you feel like lust is always extreme or do you think there's such thing as healthy lust? or a lower version of lust? I think that's an interesting question. Mm. I think, you know what, I think according to the situation and the scenario that you're in, lust can be a healthy thing. You know, okay. if you're, I was gonna say getting to know someone, but not, maybe not even <laughs> that. <laughs> maybe not necessarily that, but I mean, if you're, you're, talk, you're with someone and you know, I feel like lust is a healthy part of not even necessarily a relationship, but something yeah. that is, you know, you're not cheating on someone, basically, is it can be a healthy thing. Do you think lust exists in a relationship or can exist in a relationship? That's an interesting view. Well, you're in a relationship. You, you tell me. <laughs> do <laughs> let's I think let's lust, turn these tables. What I'm not you? sure, you know, because I just feel like. Isn't it attraction? It's a, it's a, playing with lust in a relationship is a dangerous game that I wouldn't recommend to anybody because even if you don't go ahead with anything it's still it's, it's just not good basically <laughs> it's not good <laughs> what like, do you mean what about lust between you and your partner so b between you and your partner I feel like there's always got to be some sort of you've got to maintain that energy somehow mm. um, whether that's I don't know how you do it, but you just have to. You have to find a way to do it otherwise. Because mm. I think like everybody in their life needs lust. Yeah. Everybody needs that sort it's of a, pull, it's that a energy. Force. Um, and obviously in a relationship, you should be finding it with your partner. Mm. Um, I think that's why I say it's a dangerous thing because if it's not there, you know eventually lust will always show itself to you, mm. like regardless, no matter what. <laughs> like it will show itself to you, you just gotta pray and not pray you just gotta make sure that you do the work so what do you think about this type of situation then say if you you've just started talking to someone you're just getting to know them yeah maybe even modern day dating and you've met them on a dating app when do you think lust comes in then or is it there off the bat you know i feel like 
obviously I've never really been I've not I've not been a user of any of these apps yeah. Mm. Um but I feel like from what I know the conversations that I have with people I feel like you it, it almost lives straight away because mm. the reputation is that that's kind of what, what you're people are there going for. there for so not always I think so I am actually on dating apps yeah you know specifically hinge shout out hinge but um <laughs> paying you. <laughs> so yeah that's true all right edit this out but um but no i'm joking <laughs> but yeah with with dating apps it's interesting because i feel i'm on it now mm. and i think my intention for it is a bit different and that doesn't mean I'm necessarily looking for a lifelong partner on Hinge or a boyfriend. It's nothing like that. I've come onto Hinge with a curiosity and just, you know, I want to get to know different people. But I've also come on knowing what I'm not looking for. And that's not, you know, a casual thing, a quick thing or something that is centered around lustful feelings only. Okay. And I'm finding that the people that are coming to me are not like that. You know, like they're people who are looking for deeper conversations and looking for something. Do you think that you, do you think that you have changed your outlook? Like, have you had previous experience on these apps where it is, where everyone that's approaching you is what you would expect, like from reputation wise? Or has it always been this way for you? No, it hasn't always been this way for me. Like, I do remember when when I was back on dating apps way back when... You sound <laughs> like you're the original. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a while ago. I'm thinking back to when I came on with a different energy. Yeah, yeah. And the response I got was very different. But even then, I think the types of pictures that I posted or you know <laughs> and they weren't crazy like they weren't you know mm, bikini mm. pics or something but they were definitely more like me at a party pic you know okay, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just something a bit more normal or you know i mean i guess that is normal but it was putting out a different image <laughs> like i think it was putting out a very yeah fun unserious image i mean if you talk about your party days then yeah. <laughs> but um we're not gonna do that so not on, uh, <laughs> not on this episode but um but yeah so i think your intention and what you're coming on these apps with definitely yeah. reflects you know what you get back although personally i wonder if people came on these apps without the intention of just looking for something quick yeah i wonder if their experience would change as well because i do think you know it's a really nice opportunity to talk to people like at the moment i'm speaking to some really interesting people mm. who are doing interesting things and we're not talking about you know sex or lust or flirting we're talking about projects and creativity do you think that that's changed because of the lockdown as in oh like there's more people at home there's more people just question. looking for people to just have a conversation with more than just hmm. find somebody to have fun with that's such a good point actually i was just thinking that might yeah, be a, a contributing factor yeah yeah it's true because you know people are definitely oh now i'm thinking maybe it's not me and my no, brand no, new no, energy no, i think it is, it's a mixture because like <laughs> yeah i feel like the reason i say that is because i feel like the type of people on it now might be different to the type of people that would have been on it before mm. because like i said there's people that's just looking for 
a conversation and people are just mm. looking for companionship. Whereas those people might have been too busy at work or whatever. Or out, just out. Out, like literally. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere. That's like, true. Anything. That's very true. And I think, you know, it's made people a lot more introspective and think about what they want out of life a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look for deeper things. But then you still always have some people out there who are looking for distraction. 100%. Mm. 100%. And I think that's okay if that's what you need at the time. That's what I mean. Like, you can never judge where someone's at in their life. Like, if that's what mm. they need, that's what they need. But yeah. Yeah, I was... Yeah. I want to kind of go back to lust being a healthy thing. Okay. Because I think I think it's good to kind of I think when you're speaking to someone yeah. and the conversation does get a bit more flirty and lustful in quotation marks. Yeah. It can be really exciting. <coughs> but I think one of the reasons why I was so reluctant to act on that situation with my quotation marks friend mm -hmm. was because of what sexual energy is. And what do you mean by that? So sexual energy is actually creative energy. <clears throat> okay. Like if you look at your, you know, your your body in an energetic way from that kind of perspective, sexual energy comes from the same place as creative energy. And what they both do is create life. Right. So for me, in my head, I was thinking, I'm going to be giving energy to someone mm. that I could be, who who isn't necessarily deserving, you know, because they're not yeah. they're not here for yeah. me, just for me kind of thing. And I could be using that energy creatively and breathe okay. life into projects rather than that's a good spin wasting it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, it's made me consider practicing celibacy. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so yes. you feel like... I know, it went 180 from the last <laughs> poem to... Okay, I'm celibate now. <laughs> like, literally, I wasn't expecting that, but cool. That's cool. Um, mm. Do you feel like all right, so all right, celibacy now. Do you feel that being celibate will affect even more? So you see this person you're speaking to. Mm. Obviously, you sort of having the conversations, building up, building up, building up. Mm -hmm. um, and then you might say, no, I'm trying to be celibate. Mm. Do you think that will then take away from the lust that you're feeling towards them now? Or it will just continue in the same vein and then how do you channel that energy into what you want it to be so i'm just gonna say i'm practicing celibacy so it's a practice so <laughs> you know i'm not really <laughs> i'm not you're not saying you you're, are celibate. sometimes you you're, succeed you're, sometimes okay. you fail okay, 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 and i think okay. that's that's part of the process and it's okay but that's where the conflict comes in so when so i only went back on hinge like recently mm. and before that i was like yeah practicing celibacy because through celibacy you and it's not to do with religion or spiritual yeah. reasons it's just to do with energy okay, because yeah. by being celibate from you know videos that i've seen and things that i've read you maintain your energy within yourself and you kind of like power up yourself mm -hmm. and it also adds to that idea of being choosy with who you're sleeping with because if you think of your body as a home yeah and the other person as a guest 
are they going to treat it like a hotel to trash or are they going to, you know, <laughs> treat it like a sanctuary? So so that's kind of the idea behind that. And then also cultivating that energy, building your energy, building vitality in yourself. Yeah. Those are all things that are important to me. And when you're practicing celibacy and you talk to someone, you kind of get an opportunity to get to know them. Okay. Specifically to me, though, mm. I haven't actually mentioned to anyone that I'm practicing celibacy. Well, you kind of don't have to, do you? Yeah. Until you, until you have to. Yeah, you don't. And I'm kind of entering that difficult phase where I'm kind of just like, well, if I say it, mm. does that then become the focus of everything? Mm. Instead of being like, like, is someone going to respect it if it's there? The right person will. But that's true. It's interesting to, 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 to see how the dynamics might shift yeah that's true because i feel like right now we're having conversations about everything and anything and sometimes flirt and that's cool and then when it gets a bit too much it shuts down and Mm. that's also cool so i'm like is it something to kind of because remember i'm new at this like i haven't i think this is my first test with celibacy yeah and um and i'm kind of thinking like should i just kind of have it in the back of my head that okay i'm gonna be celibate and that doesn't mean not have sex until marriage or something like that it just means until i'm comfortable with whoever yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. so that's one option just kind of have it in the back of my head and shut things down when it goes too far or do i let someone know like oh this is what i'm doing because my not necessarily a fear but the thing that i'm curious about or maybe concerned about is if i say it to someone are they then gonna just see that as a challenge or you know (laughs) see that as a challenge or Mm. see that as something to you know well what do you think again depends on the person really um Mm. i can't really put myself into those shoes because i've never been Mm. in that situation but i don't know i feel like let me ask a question, yeah. <laughs> so mm. say like you're getting to know somebody mm-hmm. and then you find you say that you're practicing celibacy, yeah? Or that you're celibate, however you phrase it to them. Mm. And they're like, Cool, I respect that. And they maintain talking to you, but now they go and look for their feels elsewhere while they're talking to you. How would you how would like in that type of situation, what what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you can read really the look like <laughs> I think you can see from my face how I feel about that. So <laughs> basically you want the person to if they're accustomed to, to that mm. lifestyle to put it on pause completely for you. Mm. But But then if they were talking to me mm. and if I said if I didn't say I'm celibate and I'm just that type of person who would wait to get to know someone until blah 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 then that's kind of saying like in that space of time while we're getting to know each other would i be okay with them sleeping around with other people yeah so that's what you're asking basically okay basically long (laughs) and short yeah because i feel like in the talking Mm. stage majority of people are talking to more than one person okay talking to other people is fine I know, like, I really am okay with that because that's normal and you're getting to know other people. And 
you know what it's gonna sound weird but sometimes on hinge i meet new friends mm. like i really do so i get that like you can talk to other people yeah 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 but you know like for some people some conversations i don't know how i feel if they had a really you know flirty <laughs> technically you wouldn't know but if they was just open yeah. if you look were open with each other and you said yeah i'm practicing celibacy i want to be mm. celibate until i'm ready he said that's fine but um just so you know that's not gonna i'm busy on friday <laughs> <laughs> basically like yeah don't wait up for me yeah i don't know how i feel about that that's a really good question let me take a moment to think because i don't know like because on the one hand like you do have to be fair this isn't a decision that everyone takes mm-hmm. this isn't even an easy decision to take yeah those yeah. lustful feelings do come back <laughs> you know and exactly. it's it's hard so I wouldn't want to restrict anyone on what they're doing because everyone is entitled to their choices. But if I can sit here and honestly say that I would be okay with that. <laughs> You'd be lying. I'd definitely be lying. I would not be okay with that. You're trying to, <laughs> so the best first of all, just <laughs> like you're talking to me and you're trying to say that the conversation isn't good enough and you want to go do whatever with anyone else you're personal you're making it so personal don't it is personal <laughs> i'm joking it's not about your it's not it's not though. that personal but i don't know i feel like that's what makes it hard as well when you make these decisions and you go on dating apps because you need to find people who share some kind of similarity with you as well do you feel like someone you've just met and getting to know owes you anything no they don't they don't and that's why they can talk to (laughs) whoever they want but you're placing boundaries on what they can and can't do well but obviously you tailor make your situation but mm, i don't know how i feel about that like if someone was talking to me and then they were sleeping with someone else and then slept with me that's just a lot of energy you know being passed around (laughs) before it comes knocking on my door so i don't know how i feel about that Mm. i wouldn't you know what i do know i would not feel happy i just don't know what i do about that yeah it's not your your idol basically no it's not and then that would make me think maybe this person isn't ready for you yeah for me (laughs) you know and for my choices and maybe this person isn't you know what maybe this person just isn't the right match and that's okay not everyone is yeah no that's cool like i feel like you're entitled to tailor make your situation Mm. to how best suits you yeah but you can never feel a way if the person that you're talking to doesn't match it yeah that's true I think everything is kind of easier and better Mm. when people's cards are laid out on the table. 100%. You know, like if someone says from the jump, I'm this type of person and oh, I feel like I'm contradicting myself because I didn't say from the jump that I'm celibate for practicing. I don't think you have to say it in the first few conversations. It just depends where your conversation goes. Do you think like people are becoming more accustomed to doing that these days? I think it's definitely an idea that is growing Mm. and people are gaining a lot more awareness of it. I know that I'm not, you know, of my friends, the only one who's practicing celibacy. And one thing I will say about it is when you're doing stuff like this, like when you're making these lifestyle choices that you haven't made before, it is so important to just be gentle with yourself and go with the flow. Yeah. 
it's similar to what we we've kind of said about drinking and even going through a phase of of not drinking you kind of have that that transition phase yeah, where you've said you're not gonna and then you put it on the tab you know <laughs> <laughs> no definitely definitely no i get that but do you think like what about just in terms of laying your cards on the table do you think people are more open to doing that now or do you think it's still a case of timing well how soon do you think you should lay your cards out on the table because in a first conversation it's a lot to say yeah you know this yeah. is what i want this is what i don't want blah 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 and then you kind of shut yourself off from things before you've even kind 100%. of given anything a chance to grow i feel like the danger of that as well is that <laughs> there's there's <laughs> people that can manipulate any situation in their favor so mm. you might meet someone and then you lay all your cards on the table of what you want and they try and do everything to be that person when mm. that's really not them that's so true so i don't know i don't know but then at the same time you don't want to lead the situation further than it needs to go if you can mm. say that yeah this person's not i think it's just all about judgment of character or but you can't really judge character can't. enough until you you've gotten to problem. know someone that's why you people know. make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's the, that's but the I guess that's yeah. the beauty of getting to know someone. Mm. And I feel like you might take away an element of it if you let it, let it be known so soon. I don't know. It's, it's a tricky one. It's hard because you also want to find people who are not necessarily similar to you, but are on the same vibe that you are on, mm. you know? Because there's definitely people who have messaged me who... We're very clearly not celibate, you know, or yeah. practicing celibacy rather. Yeah. And I didn't entertain the conversation because I just knew that we wanted different things yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. jump. Yeah. And that's when I think it's okay when, when it's just very obvious. But mm -hmm. I think it is hard when you're talking to someone who isn't doing something that is out of the norm. Yeah. But they are a cool person. And then you're kind of just like, hmm. Do I abandon what I'm practicing? <laughs> Trying to work out, yeah, yeah. You know, is celibacy for me? <laughs> but it, I don't know if it is. You but don't know, that's the thing. Yeah, it's a practice. And it's okay, I'm not saying this just to justify it, but it's okay if you do fall off sometimes because that's part of the practice. And I feel like you need certain experiences to know exactly what you want and exactly what you don't want. Are you fearful that if you don't have projects or anything else to put your creative energy into <laughs> that <laughs> it's all just going to turn into <laughs> this <laughs> intense sexual energy is that what you're asking me <laughs> ready to explode like <laughs> <laughs> suddenly unblock <laughs> literally that block list will reduce anyway. no. um yeah mm. do, you, do you think do you think <coughs> obviously you're, you're doing a lot now for yourself and like creatively I'm talking about um mm. do you worry that if you didn't have or don't have those things going on that you might not know how to channel this energy not really because I feel like creative energy isn't just creative projects okay like creative energy is how you create your life you know like creativity is everywhere you could not even be an like artist creative person you could be someone who works in finance or something mm. and still find ways to innovate and create your life so 
I, I do trust that the energy there, once you start gaining power with it and cultivating it, mm-hmm. you can you can start to create amazing things that aren't necessarily projects. Yeah. But the projects that I do have are helping me make the decisions that I'm making because you kind of have something there that you want to achieve and do. So That's good because it kind of like eases you into your transition. Mm. And you've got like a, cl- not a clutch, what's it called? Crutch. Yeah, a crutch. Support. It's true because <laughs> you have like support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a support. So yeah, because mm. you have then pros and cons. Because then when you're faced with a situation and you're like, is this worth? Yeah. Not necessarily sacrificing what I've built, but that is kind of how it feels. Like I've waited so long now. Mm. Like it's been a while for me, mm-hmm. and I'm already feeling how much it's affected me positively. Positively, and that's without being intentional with it. So when I'm faced with a person, you do ask yourself, like, is this going to be worth it? Like, is this someone who will still talk to me in the same way afterwards? Is there yeah. more there? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's worth, you know, for anyone out there who may have, it may have crossed their mind, it's worth dipping a toe in and seeing. And again, it's a practice, you mm. know, like I know friends who are practicing celibacy and have still slept with someone when they felt like they wanted to and it was right for them at the time. But what is, like, is that not what, is that what celibacy is, basically? Like, Mm. you, not restricting, but you withholding until you're ready. Yeah, but also I feel, and again, I'm really not the expert because I'm, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. preparing to fail right now <laughs> <laughs> but i feel um you know we when hmm, what was your question again <laughs> if that's what celibacy is um yeah so it's kind of i think it's more not even necessarily withholding but it's just not making it you know not making sex and lust and looking at someone in that way the forefront of your focus okay. so then you're asking other questions yeah. you know not just to them but also to yourself and getting to know them differently and what it's done so far is allowed me to look at someone and the way that they're doing things and living their life and think is this someone whose life is compatible with mine mm-hmm. even if they're not necessarily practicing the same things that i am interesting but it's not easy. Like I started talking to someone recently and, you know, I was like, celibacy who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you said, there's going to be hiccups along the road, but um, mm. it's it's good because you're committing yourself to something mm. and you're looking to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of puts you in control of those feelings and those emotions so kind of like i'm not gonna lie like i don't really feel in control of it okay you know and i think that's what comes that's what i've been told anyway the myth and the legend is that through yeah like through celibacy you learn how to take control but it's hard like when you're setting out on this journey i feel like people are being sent to me as a test you know like (laughs) did you really mean it when you said you were gonna (laughs) do this because it's hard like you you have these things that you want to do yeah to gain what you have learned and been told that you'll gain from it but it's hard to like 
do yeah. something when you don't really fully know what you're gaining from it and then you're faced with a situation and then there's a lot of self-control that you have to have and I'm not always successful with that do you think that's the only way to like take control over the situation or do you think there's other practices or other methods well what do you suggest what do you no, mean? I'm just questioning because mm. obviously from my perspective mm. um there's a level of self-control and maybe a sh- fulfillment maybe it's the sense of fulfillment that makes you helps with controlling those feelings possibly mm. just looking in my from my perspective that's obviously. interesting what do you mean like not to exaggerate or anything but like if you've got what you want or got enough of what you want. I don't think you can ever have a hundred percent of what you want. Got yeah. enough of what you want. It 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 puts you in power because you really hold stake in something. Like mm. you're not looking for the majority anymore because you you hold the majority. So if you're in a relationship and your relationship is <coughs> checking off pretty much everything you want for your life, mm. you're less likely to go and look for for other things. Whereas if you're not in a relationship Mm. you're still looking for the majority of things right if that makes sense so mm. what i'm saying makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah so how do you think like obviously you're not yourself but as a single person how would you find that fulfillment like do you mean through other parts of your life yeah so i'm thinking back to obviously um previously and i'm just thinking like there would have been a point in my life do you know what's crazy? Mm. <laughs> it took a it took a major like there was a major incident that happened one time, which I can't go into the details of, but it happened to a friend of mine, mm. and his experience made me want to take control over my lustful thoughts or anything of that nature. Like mm. he went through something which went sour, and then like upon reflection i i was real i realized that the only reason that it went sour is because <laughs> you're too damn lustful like if you just relaxed <laughs> if you just relax all right i can't take it we need some context right. <laughs> i can't go into full detail yeah here, but let's just say mm. he's give he's, us a scenario <laughs> somebody's been speaking to somebody mm-hmm. and um, he's one of the somebodies i'm assuming <laughs> <laughs> What's, what are you doing here i don't understand <laughs> i'm trying to go about it in the most yeah so Let's say there's somebody that's speaking to another person, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this other person lives far. Mm-hmm. But you live here in London. You've got something to do tomorrow, early. But you say to yourself, you get into a conversation with this person and then out of the blue, you fly up there. You oh, go up there. that kind of far. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not fly like that. When I say fly, I mean like oh, okay, fly okay. on the motorway. Right, right. Um, you go up there, you get yourself into a situation, it turns bad. Mm. Now you're now you've got a bit of trouble on your hands, yeah? Um turns bad as in he missed what he had the person both. missed what they had in the <laughs> both. morning. Both like oh. you miss what you had the next day, plus you got into a bad situation with the person that you went and got went and meet. Right. Now I looked at that because I think a lot of people have been in that situation, maybe not so mm. far. But there's been a situation where 
spontaneous nature can kick in, mm. right? So his story and seeing what he went through made me sit back and be like, "I don't want that I smoke. I am not that being is not. that person that 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 has not 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 that doesn't have no control, but doesn't show control over certain situations mm-hmm. because." Not that you can be scared to live life, but you just, you know that certain times you get that gut feeling where you're being a bit too mad right now. Like you're moving too mad, just Mm. relax, cool off. If it's like you can always, nine Mm. times out of ten, especially in a situation like that, Mm. where you're going out of your way and you know you've got something to do the next day. Like you're hindering yourself for... Things like that. And that's when I feel like lust becomes harmful because... Mm what are you doing literally you know like you're going over there to do something when you know you've got something in the morning and that's what i mean like through certain practices you kind of learn how to master that energy i guess Mm. that's you know that's what i've heard that's why i say that there's i feel like there's Mm. more than one way because obviously my way was was from watching somebody else's experience and being analytical of it and being able to sit back but maybe that's just because my character like Mm. Just I, learning from someone else and thinking maybe yeah, I was shown I'm, this. <laughs> I'm very observant, so yeah, maybe that's why I was able to do it that way. But um, mm. yeah, being in control of that energy is important because <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> believe me, we've all been there where <laughs> you've done, you've yeah, you, yeah, you just acted on impulse mm. um, without thinking of the consequences. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sometimes it turns out fine. Like sometimes the it's majority a, of the it's time it does. Time. That's the dangerous thing about it. Yeah. I've never had anything go bad for me in those (laughs) situations. Like, but (laughs) Mm. it does happen. So would you say then in those situations that lust, you know, was a healthy thing? No. (laughs) 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 So let's let's talk about a time in your life where you feel Mm. like lust may have not worked in your favour. Or, you know, no one really has regrets. No one should. Everyone should, you know, have acceptance of what they've done. But are there moments where you look back and you're like, hmm, did I let lust take over? Um, of course. Well, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a time where it wasn't great. <laughs> like, I just can't <laughs> think when it hasn't worked out for me. Don't get me wrong, I've been in a situation... <laughs> I've been in situations where the whole situation has just gone mad. Okay. But I don't think (laughs) that comes down to like shallowness, doesn't it? Like maybe going somewhere and the person wasn't what you expected. (laughs) Those kind of things. Um, (laughs) I see. But I've never done a solo trip like that. So I've been all right. I've never like Mm. gone anywhere far or outside of London by myself where it's turned Mm. into a mad one. Oh, okay. I've so had the opposite, though. Oh, where someone's come to see you <laughs> from out of London. <laughs> and what landed was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what landed? What do you mean? <laughs> so this person was not what you were expecting? <laughs> far from it. Far from really? It, far from okay, it. we need to hear about this. Oh, what did you do? I didn't know what to do because... <laughs> Well, see, lust is just full of false promises. That's what that is. Yeah, no, you it's, know? It's, it's, it can be a bit mad. But um, 
Yeah, like like you said, there's no regrets. It's all learning curves, isn't it? So, mm. um, but I don't know. Lust can be harmful. That's a good question. Can it be harmful? I don't know. It depends. If you let it take completely over you, mm. then yes. It's true. It would be interesting to look at polyamorous relationships yeah. and how lust plays into that. So for those who don't know, polyamorous relationships is where you have a relationship with multiple people at one time. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily lust because you are getting to know people on a on a heart level. And I don't know how qualified I am to speak on this because I myself would not say that I am polyamorous. But well, I have tried. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation, you don't want to speak to someone while they... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could not, could never be me now. But, um, but you have tried. I have tried. Like, there was a period of time where I was in, um, you know, a polyamorous relationship. And I don't know, you know. I, I think know. it's a level of understanding. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to have a conversation with somebody that lives that lifestyle so if there's successfully anyone, yeah, yeah. And, and it actually you know resonates with that but for me i found it interesting because on the one hand and this might not even necessarily be related to us but on the one hand it was it, it did hold a lot of freedom yeah because if i came across a new person for instance you know someone you had started at work or something um I didn't feel restricted. Like I felt like I could talk to them and get to know them on but surely, yeah. the level that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I want to have a conversation with somebody that's like living the lifestyle successfully because mm. it'd be interesting from both sides of the coin. Because mm. surely there must come a point where you're like, no, you're just taking the piss. Because <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> surely, surely, like there must be. I think it comes down to the way that you communicate you know because i think for me when i didn't feel okay with it was when i found out about it afterwards you know like and not that the person that i was with needed to tell me beforehand or something like that but you know when you just but then again it comes to that thing like if that's your understanding do people owe you something yeah do you know what i mean because if you say like yeah i'm polyamorous blah 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 then do you really need to be open with with you know like state everything yeah that's why yeah that's why i want to yeah I wanna but then i do feel like if you're at a party together you know and they're just out there flirting with everyone in front of you yeah in front of you people don't even know you're there as a couple then that's kind of different <laughs> so do you like when you're in a, a relationship a polyamorous relationship yeah mm. do you actually class yourself as a couple or do you class yourself yeah, as like definitely. you're just seeing each other? No, no, like you, you it definitely was a relationship and we did things. And as you'll be a having couple. the same relationship with as many people as you want. <laughs> like on both sides, both you and the and your Well, again, partner. I you know what, I'm just not even qualified to speak on that because I wasn't successful with it. Mm. And even when I did um, you know, do something outside of the relationship myself. I experienced a lot of guilt, like it didn't feel good to me. And that's when I realized this lifestyle is not for me. But I would definitely want to speak to someone who has done it in 
you know who does live that lifestyle in a balanced way yeah definitely if there's anyone that lives that lifestyle you're more than welcome to come up here and have yes, a conversation please get in touch because we have questions a lot of them that <laughs> 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 would really just be interesting because it's it's i feel like it's a way of life that a lot of people not glamorize but they look towards like as an idol yeah but also i've met people who you know i've never done anything with myself but i've met people who consistently mm. cheated on their partner consistently yeah. all the time like they just could not you know stay faithful mm-hmm. and i looked at them and i said you know like maybe you are polyamorous yeah, and i feel like if there was more acceptance of that within our society then we yeah. would have more couples and more people who are doing things with all their cards on the table that are right for them because she was just one of these people who, you know, seemed like she was very comfortable with that mm. and then would consistently keep cheating. And it's just, you know, and then it's hard because how do you, like, say if you're the other person in that relationship who isn't polyamorous and you're with someone who's consistently cheating, how would you feel if that person said, yeah, I'm this type of person who who is polyamorous. So it's a difficult situation to be in for those who yeah. aren't able to navigate it. So I'm just trying to think of the psychology behind it. Like mm. you enjoy being in a relationship, but you enjoy exploring other people. Because obviously mm. the, the common theme is just why don't you just be single? But it's not that simple. No, it's not. Because you do have like very real feelings mm. for very different people. Like I like to think of it. And again, not qualified. <laughs> like I can't really speak on it like that, you know. Mm. So what I'm saying might not even be accurate. But the way that I put it into terms for me to understand is you you don't just have one friend in your life, you know. Like you have many friends, like a few close friends. And the relationship that you have with each friend is very different yeah but the love that you have for each friend is very strong Mm. and i imagine that successful i don't want to keep saying successful polyamorous relationships because some relationships break up but people who are polyamorous and who are well suited to that lifestyle i think that is how that would be you know yeah yeah because you do want to build something with someone else but then when you meet someone different and you feel a connection and you bond with them mm. what do you do like do you just leave that connection it's interesting to think of mm. i know me per- like for me personally I, d- I don't i don't see i don't see how it works <laughs> like mm. i just don't see how it works like from both sides i can see how it works it might work for one person in the relationship but for both <laughs> sides it's just i don't know i just don't mm. i think it takes a lot of um trust between two people yeah because you have to trust that that person but you've got the reason i say that is the reason why it's crazy is because you're having to pretty much have that same level of trust multiple times same Mm. level of feel like relation not not every relationship is going to be the same but Mm. you're having to install the same foundations or the same like with multiple people like Mm. multiple times over that's a lot of energy talking stage multiple times that's a lot that's a lot Mm. i can't picture that personally yeah like having the relationship it wasn't suited for me (laughs) multiple times that's ridiculous (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) that's crazy yeah that's mad yeah but obviously 
not everything's for everyone and, it, it, and like you said there are some people that it's it's suited to them because mm. like i said the, the easy cop out that people always say is why don't you be single mm. but looking into it it's it, I, psychology wise it doesn't make sense for them to be single because mm-hmm. when you're single you're not getting the benefits or the feelings the attachment mm. of a relationship yeah but they want the other side of it as well when there's nothing wrong with that it's mm. just and I think it is important to explore polyamory a lot more so that yeah. people who are polyamorous can live in their truth. But I think it is also interesting because if I'm being totally honest, I think, you know, some people, maybe even myself at that point, actually mm. choose, you know, because I was definitely living a polyamorous lifestyle when I was with this person mm-hmm. and I did enjoy it at certain times. But I feel like, you know, for some people, it's it's a way to avoid commitment as okay. well. You know, like when you have unhealed things going on with you, when you have a fear of commitment mm. and of putting all your eggs in one basket, yeah, then yeah. then that's an easier way to cope with that because then you're able to not give a hundred percent to anyone. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. That makes sense from that viewpoint. Mm. But and I think that's why it's important for people to talk about, you know, what it is. So It's strange because people, people act like it's a new thing, but it's, it's not. It's really not, but mm. it's just becoming um, a lot more, more spoken known. about again. But pre, pre our time, pre, I don't know how long, how far back mm. you want to go. It was a thing, but this, this Western world especially mm-hmm. has just made it seem... Well, speaking of time, mm. do you think lust changes with age? Mm. <coughs> Obviously, it must do in some way, but what are your thoughts on that? It, I reckon it can, but I think there's so many contributing factors to it. Mm. So age, yes, but I feel like where you are at that point of your life mm. is the biggest. Because I know people that's, <laughs> three three four decades into their life <laughs> any chance they get <laughs> 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 they're, they're moving yeah. so jumping in the car literally yeah. <laughs> literally like i know people like that mm. but i know people that's a lot younger does they're in a position in life where they've got their foundations they've got their their old school let me not say old school morals they've got their <laughs> morals where they feel like it's a loss it's a lost cause chasing this lust mm. almost like they've they've found their their peace their inner peace their 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 balance mm. they found their balance like and they realize that is just spent energy like you said earlier that spent energy that could be used elsewhere mm. but like i said then <laughs> you've got people a lot older than that that are still chasing mm. anywhere they can go so I do think it does change over time, but like I said, there's a lot of contributing factors to it. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like as well, though, when you've got a lot going on in your life, that becomes so least like it's not important. Mm. It's really. Not. I agree. I think as you get older and you experience life a bit more and some of the challenges that come with it, lust just doesn't 
seem as important mm. but then also actually the opposite can happen too where you're experiencing a lot of different things in your life and then just takes over because it's a distraction yeah, exactly that as well mm. like that's what i mean if you obviously lust is an emotion yeah mm. but if you take away all the surrounding emotions to it mm. like the happiness the sadness whatever it makes you feel at that pre present moment mm. it's a distraction so it can just be a distraction from a busy lifestyle and like there might be people that the older they get they're becoming more successful which means they have less time but they're experiencing new things mm. so for example say the man that's been putting these lustful thoughts to the back of his head in his early 20s because he wanted to focus and he's focused and he, now he's successful and now he's 35 or 40 and he's in Dubai <laughs> he's in the club <laughs> I was just not expecting that that vision but what's the jokes is I pictured exactly you know who, I'm talking who you're about. talking about exactly and you we've all seen that guy in the club with the with the shirt and he's just swooping up every yeah and the bottles and he's a resident now and in the that club <laughs> No matter what season you go over there, you're seeing him and yeah. he's scooping up all the... Yeah, so hmm. it can change. It just depends. Like I said, there's so many contributing factors. Hmm. Um, but I just don't feel like you can suppress it. Until I think it needs to be experienced. Like, I think as with every feeling, mm. you learn from it, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think some of the experiences I've had have definitely helped shape me into a person and also made me realize what I don't want mm. you know like I think you have to have a few rubbish experiences in general to know what you don't want yeah mm. I think when when you don't have an awareness and you're just doing things without thinking like you are just you know totally bowing down to all of your impulses mm -hmm. then that's when it becomes difficult because you aren't stopping and asking yourself why yeah and i think that's such a key thing like that's definitely what helped me get out of what could have been a sticky situation is i asked myself why the most recent one you're talking about yeah, yeah the one for this lust the the poem when you finish this i want to go back to that the person <laughs> behind the the person behind the poem. Need a resolution of what how 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 like yeah go on anyway yeah, so the person behind, well, now I'm nervous, <laughs> but the person behind the poem, um, yeah, I was just going to say, like, you, you have to ask yourself why, like, why am I doing this? And that's when you, you think, is it worth it? What mm. am I losing? Because I thought, I was like, why? Like, why am I going to do this? What's going to come from it? Am I going to do this? And then, you know, want to do this with someone that I can't move further with in any right. other way? Makes sense. Mm. So my question is, yeah, <laughs> like we got to the point where usually we're having this intense conversation. The phone rang. Mm. You was left in limbo. <laughs> You've made your decision. Did you just have a conversation after that? After that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking too much right now. I'm not proud to say but i blocked them <laughs> okay 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 cool so you you you, you okay let's you made talk a about firm, the block button you let's, made a firm decision yeah. yeah so so let's talk about blocking people because i know that people feel quite strongly about blocking mm. and 
unblocking and all of that mm-hmm. and i think i do have trigger fingers when it comes to blocking people <laughs> <laughs> well, i guess you're just protecting your space right yeah that's it like protecting my space and i think i had to ask myself why should i not block him mm. you know what would be the outcome mm-hmm. and i was like he's gonna call me again he's gonna message me again we're yeah. gonna try and be friends again and it's become very apparent that we are not friends yeah. like this friendship is not working and if i see him in person something's gonna happen <laughs> you know <laughs> and lockdown was easing <coughs> exactly lockdown was easing okay. we were already making plans okay. so yeah that's kind of what spurred that thought on because i thought we're making plans the heat is building mm. we're meeting under this pretense of being friends so and i had to be real with myself like oh, are we really friends and we we weren't you know so you made a firm decision and stuck yeah, to it made a firm decision and then i deleted his number after okay. I blocked it so I don't unblock him <laughs> because and you know what I'm not going to be ashamed to say because sometimes those feelings like you know I don't judge anyone because they do take over and they are very very strong yeah. but I think let's talk about that actually how do you calm yourself down when you're in that space because you said you know like you saw your friend go through that and that kind of changed your outlook but does that mean that those feelings suddenly disappeared for you? Like, what did you do next when you were in that moment and after seeing that? What I've done next, yeah. Again, I, th- I think it comes down to my nature, but mm-hmm. I was then shortly after that put in positions where I was meeting new people, yeah. But in the back of my mind, I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can trust situation i don't know if i'm ready to trust this situation putting myself in this situation yet what do you mean by trust like what was there to trust like i said he got into some he got into some trouble yeah Mm. and it was enough for me to want to distance myself from putting myself in certain situations Mm. so even though for some reason how life works when you're trying to avoid something it comes tenfold yes so like <laughs> yes it does <laughs> yeah it started to <laughs> it started to come more than i want and it came in people that i would have loved it to come from the attention oh. at that point mm. like i was single i was just living life mm. and then a lot of people that would that would have been my ideals to show attention started showing attention right at that moment so it was almost like a test of character but um I'm a firm believer in like you just know when something feels right. Yeah. And at that point, don't get me wrong, I slipped up a few times, as you do. Mm. And I gave in to my but then um had to be real with myself really. And I just started to take accountability. So mm. I started to take accountability of my actions, about of my thoughts and like I can't blame them for coming towards me. It's, it, I have to look at myself for accepting it, mm. accepting all these advances and like, what is it doing? And a lot of the time, again, it comes down to external factors. Like at that point in my life, I had so much going on that I wasn't able to just take stock of myself. Like mm. I wasn't, I wasn't able to just sit back and analyze and 
Because you know, like, when you're younger, there's almost like a, um, like, there's a disdain towards, like, thinking too much and getting into your, not feelings, but, like, mm. thinking, yeah. Too, and yeah. I was living a fast lifestyle, so there was no time, really. <laughs> there was literally mm. no time, like, to sit down and think. But I had to because mm. it was just getting a bit wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I just had to because there was no, I was living spontaneous in every aspect of my life. And that's dangerous. Like, mm. you have to take stock somewhere. Like, you can't be spontaneous mm. for everything. Yeah. Like, I was moving spontaneous for money, for girls, for life, for everything. Like, the whole you only live once kind of ethos, mm. which I do believe but you can live once smartly <laughs> rather <laughs> than just going after everything like mm. and there's always this thing of if you chase it chase this chase that chase this chase that but i realize sometimes no matter how much you chase it it's not going to come quicker so mm. you can pace yourself almost like I you're still that. chasing it but just pace yourself you don't have to full full sprint full speed all the time mm. so yeah it's just taking accountability of my actions i love that so much i love the word accountability and i mm -hmm. love that people are using it more because it's not an easy thing to do mm -hmm. to be accountable yeah at all and i think when you think about accountability that could be a really good deterrent for doing something because mm -hmm. i think that's what kind of stopped me because i was like if i do this i'm gonna have to do this with my chest you know like and be accountable for yeah. these decisions and is that something that i want to say i did mm. you know so going back to what you said about um pacing yourself and not mm -hmm. chasing i really really like that because i think there's always or often a pressure that people put on themselves to reach a goal, yeah. especially when you have an end goal in sight. So tell me a bit more about that. Um, again, that comes from just experience. Um, mm. Like the best way I can put it, yeah? This is, this is my favorite analogy. You see driving. Mm. I started driving kind of, well, I say late, but it wasn't late. It was early twenties, mm. yeah? But I had friends that was driving from like 18. So it felt late. Mm. But like I'm like four years after you. you <laughs> like, <laughs> but you see like you build yourself up. Like I want to drive. 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 Mm. You pass your test. You're driving. You don't think about when you wasn't driving anymore. Like that feeling mm. of, oh, I can't remember thinking I want to drive. Because now I just drive. Mm. Like. I so, get that. It's like when you know that you're going to do it eventually. 100%. Like, then you don't need to worry about. You don't need to like when you're put gonna get all there. your. That you don't need to go. Maybe if I did. Well, what? I don't know. Because if mm. I put all my energy into it, I probably could have achieved it sooner. <laughs> but mm. if I put all my energy into that, there were so many things in those four years of me not driving and my friends driving that I got mm. to experience. Like so many things. So many things. Like there's people that I met by walking places mm. where my f i would have missed that opportunity because i would have been in the car driving mm. if that makes sense that makes complete sense to me and the way and i love looking at things in that way and mm. again it comes back to like that whole thing about divine timing and yeah. the timing of things and just trusting where you are and mm -hmm. it's easy like i think we do all kind of fall into that habit of oh i just want this sooner rather than later but you have to kind of go with the flow of it 
even with me like recently with with jobs and stuff so with the pandemic as you know i haven't mm. been working or i hadn't been working for a whole year mm-hmm. um and unlike others that was my fault because i handed in my notice <laughs> just before <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hear me out though. So I thought, I I didn't realize that what was going to happen was going to happen. So I handed in my notice thinking, yeah, I'm just going to take two weeks, maybe even three max if Mm. I'm feeling crazy. And obviously the pandemic happened that ended up being a year. So, So that happened. But during that time, I kept telling myself, oh, I just want to get a job. Like, I just want to get a job, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Ke- kept having interviews, wasn't getting any of them, wasn't even used to, to being in that type of a situation. And I was just adamant, like, I really, really, really want a job. Mm-hmm. And if I had gotten a job at that time, I would have gotten something that I didn't even really want to do yeah. or that doesn't even really work for me. And I, and like you said, with missing out on lots of things, like I would have missed out on all that time that I spent on myself, by myself, meeting different people and getting closer to them. Of course, yeah. And, and having all that space to myself. And I was looking at my friends like, oh my God, they're working from home. Their expenses are down. They're just stacking. And, and I wasn't. Mm. And I felt a type of way about it. But then when I kind of let go and was like, okay, whatever is going to happen for me will happen eventually. So mm-hmm. I just need to not even enjoy the time that I'm in now because it is stressful, but accept it. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did because now I'm doing something completely different from what I used to do before. This podcast wouldn't even exist without that space. And it's hard to like, you know, stay patient, but you just kind of have to have that trust. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes, uh, that's what I was gonna say. I think it comes down to how much you trust yourself Mm. and like trust the process. That things will work out. Yeah, because it is a long journey. Mm. No matter what you're doing, like there's there's days you're gonna doubt it. Yeah days you're gonna want it to come quicker but then it's like yeah you can want it to come quicker but and you might be willing to do anything but just know that (laughs) that's that's a dangerous line because there's consequences so Mm. sometimes it works out a lot of the time it works out like i said i don't know if i've been lucky Mm. or i've just been um wise wise (laughs) yeah it's true though and i think you have like what you what you've done is not something that everyone can do, mm. you know? Like I said, like some people use certain situations as a distraction and not to to say that isn't, you know, that's mm. not the the best thing for you, but sometimes at that time, it might just be what you need. Like yeah, it's the yeah. way that you cope definitely. and that's fine. But I think it is definitely wise to kind of zoom out from your life sometimes. Going back to what you said actually about people testing your character, Mm-hmm. I love that because I feel like once you put something out in the universe and you say you're going to do something or not do something, yeah, that's when things come in to test you. Hundred percent. And I think like. that's what uh, this recent experience. I mean, I mean, you know what? I don't even know why I'm on Hinge if I'm practicing celibacy <laughs> <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> but you know, you can you can still date and be celibate, I suppose. But I think that's what's coming up for me right now. Yeah. Like you know that test of my i don't even think it's character with this but my commitment okay yeah Yeah. like you've said you're going to do something are you committed to it Mm. yeah 
I'm, and the answer is no. I'm joking. It's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we'll soon find out. No, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, I think like I don't know. Mm. It's just like you say something and it's just like it's it's it shows itself to you. Like, mm. do you really mean this, mm. or or not? And sometimes you say things but you don't mean it, and that's not a bad thing. It just means that. You're not ready to You're do not ready what you to thought do you this. were going to yeah, do. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And sometimes you need something to show you that. Um, mm. Otherwise, you'd be living underneath a false pretense. Like, mm. yeah, everything's good, but you haven't been tested. Mm. <laughs> and then when you get tested, it could be destructive. So, yeah. I always exactly. feel like it's always good for it to show itself as early as possible. Because mm. there's things that I've said that I'm not going to do or I'm going to do. doesn't show itself. Maybe because it's just not meaningful to my life. But then when it does show itself, <laughs> <laughs> it could be a good or a bad thing. But then it's like, where did that come from? I thought mm. I was past that. Like, well, you know what? That's what I believe, like, just growth and healing is. Maybe not even necessarily healing, but mm. growth, you know, it is circular. And I think that's the thing. Like, when you're moving in your life and moving through the seasons of your life, mm-hmm. like through the healing phase, the building stage, like all these different things, you forget, you think it's linear and yeah. that it's always going to yeah, be yeah, easy. Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. next milestone is going to happen and then the next milestone. Mm-hmm. But it's not always like that. Like, it is really circular. Like, there's some things that you think you'd, you've kind of mastered mm-hmm. and then it comes back again and you're like, what is this showing me and that's why going back to what i said the why is so important like asking yourself why is this happening at that time Mm -hmm. why is this here for me right now you know and i believe that whenever something is in front of you at that time you are ready to deal with that yeah 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 i agree i don't think anything shows itself before it's time yeah but how you deal with it is a different and sometimes like something could come up but it shows you a different layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, that like too. you start looking at it, like you thought something was resolved and then it comes up again and and you're looking at it from from an even deeper place. Mm-hmm. And it's important to lean into those things, I think. 100%. 100%. Mm. But sometimes as well, you just got to take things as it is, like on face value. Like don't even... Do you think so? Yeah, there's going to be some times where you can't, can't I've overthink it overthink it like it's shown itself for you to just deal with it for what it is rather than can you give an example let me think i'm trying to think of something mm. like so like you see like if you're in a in a situation with somebody or or and time has passed yeah you've you've let that person go you've let that thing go mm. But um, you might have not had the conversation with the person. But things have just happened where you've drifted. Don't have to be a relationship. It can be a friendship, yeah? Mm. Say like, right, Paul. You have this friend that you used to party with all the time. Mm. Then, I don't know. They have a child or anything. Anything. Life, life just changes. You used to go your separate ways for a little piece. And then you've developed and evolved within yourself. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And you've told yourself, yeah, I'm not going back to this lifestyle. I'm cool with how I am now. Then randomly out of the blue, this person messages you. Yeah? And they're like, oh, party, da-da-da-da-da. That might not be something that you need to look deep into. 
it just might be something where because you've not had this conversation this person it mm. might be on their side like it might be something for them to deal with and not you like it might not always be you you might just be the cause for someone else it might not that's be so true you. like but you just like kind of have to you wait might just up. be someone else's why wake up call <laughs> yeah pretty much and for you you're like this has come up for me and it's not really affecting me mm-hmm. and then that's that but sometimes in those situations mm. somebody could look deeper into it like am i ready to leave the point <laughs> like that's so randomly. mad that you brought that example up because that is exactly what is happening to me right now really? today actually someone <laughs> messaged me <laughs> So I'm just like, get out of my head, Darren. That's but crazy. That's crazy. No, that's so mad that you came up with that example because that fully happened today. And I told them, book the ticket. episode is very revealing for me (laughs) 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 they messaged me like oh this and this is on (laughs) (laughs) exactly what you said because i have been like you know what maybe the party life isn't for me blah 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 Mm. and um and then they messaged like our favorite place is opening back up and tickets are on <laughs> and i was like damn that is a sale book that oh that is, is and i hilarious. even said you know i was like is that even a question book it <laughs> that's actually hilarious. but i feel like that still relates to what you said mm. you know because i feel like i don't really have anything like that you know like major life changes mm, in my mm. life like having a child or something mm. to stop me not that anything ever could stop you from doing whatever you wanted to do but yeah, you know yeah, nothing yeah. like that going on yeah but it's so funny you said that because i could have looked at that situation a bit more deeply and mm-hmm. like is this a test but then i thought why not you know at the same time and i didn't really take it too deeply that's good and i didn't take it as you know should I go? Should I not go? Blah, blah, blah. I was just like, why not? And, you know, when I do go, because I've already said yes and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be exactly how I was when I'd go out before, before you know, yeah, like yeah. staying out till closing time, looking for the next the motive. Next like, motive. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really about that. Like, I get tired these days. Definitely. But I don't think it's a bad thing to shut yourself off from stuff and go. And it kind of relates to what you, you know, another thing that you also said as well, that sometimes stuff comes back up to show that maybe you're not ready for that. Yeah. And some things can be harmless. That's the thing. You don't want to take away the fun of life. Mm, That's exactly it. The fun of life and finding the balance. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like I've made these decisions. So now that's it. it, You know, closed book. That's a straight no. Because I don't feel that way. Like, I do enjoy doing those kind of things sometimes. You know, maybe not every weekend. Like like you said, the key word there is balance. Like, you can't. can't, I don't feel like you should take away anything. Like completely, unless it's harmful. Mm. Like me personally, I've obviously stopped doing a lot of the things that I was doing before, 
but I would never say I'm not going to do it anymore. Like I'm not going to mm. go this place or I'm not going to go that place or I'm not going to. But it's just balance. Yeah, like, and it's if you feel like it, you know. I can't know? do it every day, like. <laughs> no. I can't be that guy that's just. I cannot be your your pub partner, you know. No. Like, I'm not really on that because, and yeah. Your friend your friend should respect your lane. Like, yeah. you, you've got to respect each other's lane. So, mm. if that's the lane you're in now, a true friend will respect that. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. But that's another topic for another day, mm. really, if you want yeah. to go into that one. But yeah. yeah, I just feel like um, being in control of your emotions is important, mm. but you can't like try and dictate your emotion. Like, no, you can't. Like You have to just be aware of them. And I think that's one thing that I was, you know, why I was so keen to talk about it as well, because I literally sat there and felt lust in mm -hmm. its full form and i was like okay i just need to accept how i'm feeling and be okay with that and not feel ashamed of that because yeah. i think in those situations you know and those thoughts did come up for me a little bit where you start judging yourself and thinking oh my god am i this am i that am i uh, like you know whatever <laughs> she whispered to herself <laughs> You whispered to yourself. <laughs> <I hope. laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, like I did though. Like I sat there and I was like, who are you? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Am I yeah. a fraud if I do this? And of course you're not. Like everyone will make decisions that, you know are in their own interest sometimes and that's okay but you have to be aware of the why and what's happening definitely definitely and yeah i think that's the key thing so to take away from this mm. you would say like it's okay to be to have these feelings mm -hmm. it's okay to sometimes give in to these feelings but mm -hmm. the highlighting point is just the why behind it that fair yeah, to I think so. I think when you start asking yourself why, that would immediately slow you down anyway. You or know, speed it up. there you go. Exactly. You know, yeah. I did not. I asked, why do I want to go to this place? And my friend messaged me and I was like, because it's fun. Book the tickets. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But in that situation, I was like, there's lots of reasons why I don't want to do this. And that's okay too but never feel ashamed of of what you feel you know if you're attracted to someone you how can you you're human mm. you will be you'll be attracted to someone regardless of what's going on with them and that's fine or regardless of what's going on with you and your situation and that's normal i think when you try to suppress yourself or push yourself to try and be a perfect person and mm. start battling with your feelings rather than just knowing them yeah. that's when it becomes hard i think you're right mm. so to wrap things up <laughs> our favorite part of the podcast that we would like to include is our word of advice so a word or two of advice darren what would you give in relation to i guess the whole topic of of lust and mastering yourself and your emotions. The two words that I would use is take accountability. Mm. Those are the key key drivers for me. Mm. But yeah, take accountability. Take accountability. Because mm. I feel like the moment you do that, you're able to 
oversee things rather than just be present in that moment like you can actually overlook it mm. and whatever happens from it not to say blame but you feel comfortable because you're willing to accept your part in it rather mm. than blaming others or looking for an excuse yeah that's what i would say mm. i like that that's a really good one I think for me, aside, aside from ask why, mm. <laughs> which I've <laughs> gone on about enough now, <laughs> I think my word or two of advice is be gentle, for mm-hmm. sure. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others, you know. Yeah. I'm, I don't judge him either. Like, I'm sure whatever. <laughs> I don't judge him. I don't. Like, I'm sure whatever his, you know, the pace he's at in his life is Mm. leading him to be the way he is. But be gentle with yourself. Like, you know, it's always hard having to admit things that you aren't necessarily proud of admitting. And it's also hard to make changes in your life. Any change, good, whatever, like, change is not easy. And when you are going on that journey to be more self-aware is so important to not judge yourself and just be gentle yeah 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 well that's sound advice i would say yes advice but you know yeah words words (laughs) good words (laughs) (laughs) those are great words from (laughs) from yeah all right all right well well that will wrap up episode one glad to be back glad to be back for sure um but yeah Have a good one, guys. Until next time. Yes.